Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. All right, it is uh, Election Day, election 11-8-16 when we're recording this, and we're not doing an Election Day episode because I didn't get it out early enough. Wasn't well, very good anyway. It wasn't you don't very, want to hear it. it, it it's not bad. I'll, I'll tweak no, it's it. not bad. I'll tweak it a bit, and we'll do it maybe in the midterms. But as you can tell... It's like low, two years, though, isn't it? Yeah, but, okay. you know. I'll still be doing this in two years. Okay. Yeah. I can't imagine. But No, 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 no. I'm just saying. And, of course, the other voice in the room is our uh, longtime friend, Logan. Howdy. Howdy, Logan. Hey, what's up, Joey? We are from Texas, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but we didn't vote like dicks. Anyway, um, <laughs> that all being said, usually when we have Logan on the show, I'm bringing him back for the reason that you might think it is time for another episode of The Fallen, which is going to be probably a bit after Election Day, but I just... We have time to record it today. More deads. More deads. It's like, as of this recording, it's like the second most recent episode, the last time we did it. Yeah, I think so. Even though we did it like months before that. I'm yes. pulling the curtain back a bit, but uh, <laughs> we've got a whole other batch of people. We had so many to get to. We, just playing catch up, like I said, I didn't want to get too far behind in this because it hit so hard at the beginning of the year. So we're getting to the point now we are actually caught up. Caught up. People on this episode actually died this current week that we are recording this on, which is crazy. That's nuts. But we're back we're and we're here. Like two or three months behind. Yeah. So I gave Logan the option here. I actually had nine definites. And nine. I, uh, nine. Number no, nine. 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 And I, uh, much like one of those bad game shows, I said, okay, here's a list of people <laughs> that you have the option to bring back or resurrect uh, for the purposes of this episode, or we're just not going to play them. We'll mention them, but we're I had just not the power. So I'm going to tease Wait, that one. Uh, yeah, we'll tease that one for later. I mean, you know what? Just did to, we actually to, choose it? Actually, you, you, we we chose it, okay. uh, but just uh, just to not insult them, actually won't reveal who the saved person was. We'll just right. get to the list. Right. Uh, there were a couple of uh, random uh, people that very vilified in music, and for good reason uh, that are not going to be on the show, which. I didn't even know this guy died, or, or I saw the headline and forgot about the next day. But Jerry Heller, the guy that uh, the guy that brought NWA to prominence. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, depicted in the movie by Paul Giamatti. And he was such a sweetheart helping out those young men. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? I did like the scene where supposedly when they're recording the album and they right. get hassled by the police and he, was, and he vouches right. for and him. He you was know. standing up for him. Sure. I but, mean, so I mean, not all bad, but he probably he was nothing but a bunch of Todd Dolla Sign. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And Johnny Rebel died. You Johnny know? Rebel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That no. guy. That guy. Really? Mm-hmm. When did he die? He died a, a few months ago, a couple of months, about uh, early fall. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, to save people from Googling huh. it, in case you're wondering about your computer getting tracked for any reason, <laughs> Johnny Rebel recorded the most vicious anti-black songs of all time. Yeah. And it's like old school, like old, like, like Sun Sun Studio sounding stuff, like oldies right. type. Yeah. But just imagine like... Class of 55, but... That kind of sound, but with just a lot of N-word and not 
in the way the NWA would use it. Right. In the way that those that cops is in would use it. My brother. Yeah, no, no, no. 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 So yeah, that guy died, and, and, yeah. and good. Fuck him. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know. Yeah. Anyway. It's one less vote, right? <laughs> one less vote for sure. <laughs> uh, let's start off with uh, something that uh, I think most people will know this. The older you are, the more you'll know it. Oh, that's me. A guy named Jerry Corbetta. Nope. Died. Don't he, know him. he was a vocalist. He actually was a drummer too, but he's mostly known as an organist and lead vocalist for a band uh, from the '70s era called Sugarloaf. Oh, um, yes. Wow. So yes, we are going to play Sugarloaf. That song. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I listened to it again earlier today, and I was like, you know what? This isn't a bad song. Actually. Of course, it, it's 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 pleasant. Okay. Um, so we're going to kick off with a, a, an oldie that you know, that you hear probably every day on the oldie station, but you know, we do that every now and then here. Uh, I'll, on, I'll have to hear it again. On CNJ radio, especially on the fallen episodes. So here you go. This is Sugarloaf. The very best of Sugarloaf. With Green Eyed Lady. That's it. Child of nature 
Alright, there you go. Don't it make you feel good? Taking you back to the 70s. Green Eyed Lady by Sugarloaf. On WNBC. I'm trying to think, uh, who was that DJ? Uh, Wolfman Jack. Yeah, yeah. Hey, baby. Seems right up, I can't seems even do right up without, his alley, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't even do that without choking. like Because you have to yell, and I don't have one of those uh, modulators on here. So, we're moving on here. Uh, sticking in the same era. I'm going to stick with the same era. And much like we like to do for you new listeners or new friends of the show, when we do the following episodes, it's not just singers and performers. We love new listeners. We love it. They're, they're, they're tremendous. Um, as in the case of Jerry Corpetta. <laughs> he was the lead vocalist and organ soloist on that song, so he's got right. a very prominent role in the song. Right. You can not be a performer on a song or an album and still get credit here on The Fallen of Rock Strikes 10, Ooh. as in the case of a gentleman named John D. Loudermilk, which that name sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yes, it does. He wrote two monster songs, one from the 60s and one from the 70s, okay. that get covered all the time, especially his earlier one from the 60s. He wrote Tobacco Road. Oh, and okay. that's like a standard. Like, yeah. you have to know, I mean, in my opinion, you should have to know that to start a rock band as much as Johnny Be Good. Because wow. that is just the jam. Really? Yeah. Huh. Everybody's covered it, and it's a great song. It is a good song. There's a certain style that Loudermilk had that really broke through. If you heard, like, you heard these two songs, you're like, I could see that the same guy wrote that song. And right. it's not a hacky thing to say. Right. Because his other big credit, it's a song that I actually really like a lot, and it was a number one hit in the 70s. And it's not a common number one. Louder Milk. Yeah. You got a guess? No. Indian Reservation. Oh. By Paul Revere and the Raiders. Wow. That fucking song, yeah. Wow. I love that song. That's a great song. Yeah, and... Uh, I haven't he, heard that one in a long time. Yeah, and I did some... I, I wanted to read up on that particular song, because every time it comes on, I'm like, man, this song is really good, and man, I can't believe that became a number one song. Right, well... Because it's so just over the top <laughs> and on the nose. Yeah. It basically, like, if you read between the lines, it's like, piece of shit America came in and did right. this to the American Indian... And you ought to be ashamed. We ought to be ashamed. You know, it's a, it's a whole thing. 70s Run to the Hills? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Like it, like yeah. it. So he wrote that song after being stranded. His car broke down or something. Uh-huh. And he actually was helped by a local tribe that was living huh. in that area. They brought him in. And, oh, cool. And, like, he hung with them for, like, a day or whatever. <laughs> and, like... Because it was that hard. I mean, it was yeah. It was probably, yeah. It's going wow. to be a while. <laughs> it was going to so, be a little bit. So, you know, he... Uh, Where was he, it at? Like, was he in know. Oklahoma or I, North I Dakota or... See, I don't know. I forgot. Uh, but okay. It's been a few weeks since I read it. There's I read, no pressure. I read it during his obituary, uh, which he died on September 21st of this okay. year. Okay. But, uh, yeah, two amazing songs. Tobacco Road, Indian Reservation. You probably heard Tobacco Road and Indian Reservation a lot, but... Yeah. I'm feeling Indian Reservation. It's in the news lately, you know? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, come on. Yep. So we're just going to do that one. Oh, should I Facebook that I'm there at the Indian Reservation? Did you, Unless you did it already. No. Okay, well, that's. I don't think that's going on this way. I could be wrong. Is it still going on? I don't know. Yeah, see? We never do the tail end of the story in this country anymore, do we? We never get the end result no, so no. much. The only time we no, get we, an end result is an election, but yeah, we yeah, never we just, follow up yeah, on anything we just else. Get, we just get the... Uh, in the, the moment. The the front part emotional stuff, mm-hmm. and because the ending's usually kind of boring. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's like we don't need to be reminded what this country was founded yeah, on. No. Uh, so, anyway... 
All that being said, and all political commentary aside, <laughs> here is the great Paul Revere and the Raiders. We're about with... that far away from switch, switching formats, I feel. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So here is Indian <laughs> Reservation. There you go. And that song was covered a handful of times, even at that point. But yeah. obviously, the most popular version there, Paul Revere and the Raiders, with Indian Reservation. Uh, you may know this if you're like a hardcore music nerd, but yeah, I actually did get both of those songs <laughs> off the same box set. The first two songs were both on "Have a Nice Decade" by uh, Rhino Records. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, Is that the so. one that was Shag Carpet? Yeah, Shag, yeah. the Shag Carpet box yeah. set. So. Uh, moving on from the shag carpets all the way into a uh, more island-esque fare. Logan, I know you're not a big fan of this genre, Uh-oh. but this guy's more of an elder statesman. I think he definitely deserves some respect. All right. Uh, I am a fan of that second wave ska. New oh, wave, new, you're doing that. The, the ska new wave era <laughs> that came to prominence in England in the early 80s. But, the Brit ska. Yeah. But more like a Toots and the Maytales type thing. This right. is more of an elder statesman. This guy, Prince Buster... 
Uh, oh, is that huge. the trombonist? Yeah, yeah, huge. Okay. And, and, like, anything that he wrote got covered by those guys. And I actually didn't know this until he died, which is really sad. It was a trombonist, right? I believe so. Okay. That sounds right. I mean, there was definitely a lot or of Or maybe that I'm thinking of somebody his... else ah, that was in this ska scene. Yeah, but... um. He, he put out a lot of tunes, and those cats in England heard those songs because he got covered quite a bit. I and love even, that. even just the style alone, he pretty much like uh, is the main guy to think, besides, you know, Toots and the Maytales, probably right. for all that stuff. But what I didn't know until he died, and he died uh, September 8th of this year, was a uh, you know, heart failure. You know, he was, he was a bit up there. He's oh, 78. 78? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, but. I didn't realize that all this time that one of Madness's signature hits, One Step Beyond, uh-huh. was that a was Prince Buster cover. No kidding. So we're going to listen to the original version of huh. One Step Beyond right now. I think you can get behind that a little bit. I'm all right with that. Yeah, hey, you like that song? Yeah. All right, so here well, you go. I don't... You like it all right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're pushing me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Here's Prince Buster and the original version of One Step Beyond. Check it out. One Step Beyond. <laughs> There you go. One for Prince Buster. I think he even gets name-checked in a different Madness song, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe so. 
but that was one step beyond the original really cool. version. You can get basically his anthology, which is like 30 plus songs. You can get that on iTunes for fifteen ninety nine. That's a hell of a deal. Nice. So, good stuff there. Moving on. Next person on the list is going to be, uh, actually... Am I in or out? No, I, th- I think you're in. You, okay. you seem to you seem to liven up a bit when you heard this one. Uh, Jumbrie Johnson. She was one of three lead singers for a girl group in the '60s called okay. the Dixie Cups. Oh, okay. Uh, she actually yes. she died of heart failure this year. She was 72 years old and huge hit here. A song that was actually originally written for the Ronettes. Yes. Don't know why they passed on it. Uh, it uh, maybe I, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if that had something to do with Phil. Could be. You know, Phil definitely ruled them with an iron fist. Yeah. But, uh, passed on this song, and it was a mistake because it became a huge hit. Huge. And pretty much the song that actually not just the only song that Dixie Cups are known for. Right. The other one they're known for very well. You know this one, uh, which they had a revivalist hit with in the late '80s due to its use in a Tom Cruise Dustin Hoffman movie. I, for some reason I want to. Well, it's I'm I'm, I'm going to say the wrong song. Yeah. I want to say Leader of the Pack. No, that was Shangri La's. Shangri La's. Uh, but yeah, Thank Ico you. Ico. Was Ico Ico. That was huge, especially, and it's actually, yeah. I think that's become more popular even yeah. as time has gone on. Uh, but of course, we're going to do this one uh, because, you know, this is once again another old. You can edit standard. that part out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I will. I got it wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, sometimes I do. No, it's fine. Uh, but this is definitely, uh, once again, another oldie standard. Uh, you know, th- this is like almost like an era by God at this point because if you yeah. turn, I, I always say oldies radio, but man, there's really not oldies radio anymore. Like even the one, the yeah, one that we grew certain- up on, because we have a we have a station over here in Dallas Fort Worth called K Love. Right. If you're still doing terrestrial, uh, which I'm, I'm sorry if you are, but uh, they don't play. 50s and 60s so much anymore. Right. They moved on to like 70s and 80s now. Right. I was I mean, going to say really weird. They, they they might throw in the random 60s track, but it's like the oldest they're they, going is Beatles. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, but it's it's Beatles or Stones or something like yeah. that. And now they're they full on moved into like 70s and 80s as yeah. being your your oldies radio. Yeah. So this, and and so like kids that are just using terrestrial radio. Yeah. Which that's probably a whole other segment though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean kids using terrestrial radio and not streaming or something like yeah. that. I mean they're 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 missing out on some some great great uh cornerstones yeah, exactly. of of rock and roll period. Yeah. That's a huge cornerstone right here. So there you go. For Jumbery Johnson, this is the Dixie Cups and Chapel nice. of Love. Yeah. Go into the chapel and we're gonna get married. Go
Alright, big hit there from 1964. Definitely, if you tune into Cousin Brucey tonight on Sirius, he will probably be playing that song. Probably so. And, and bless him for doing LBJ it. LBJ was president. Yeah, yes, yes he was. Um, okay, moving on now. <laughs> Much like uh, John D. Loudermilk earlier, this is a behind, more of a behind-the-scenes guy. However, this guy was a musician in okay. addition to being a writer. So uh, I don't know any of these, just for Yeah, by the way, listening. Logan's going I, blind I'm, I'm going blind on this. I, like we did last time. Uh, this is a, definitely a fuck cancer entry right here. Wow. Uh, a guy known in the industry, and he had an official industry nickname as the Invisible Man. Oh, you know that one? Oh, yes. Yeah, Rod Temperton. Yeah. Oh, uh, he God. Was, he was in Heat Wave early he, on and even wrote hits. Yes. He wrote the shit. He was the guy that, that flippin' wrote, what, Thriller? Yeah. Off the Wall? I think mean, in, like, yeah. the album The Thriller. Yeah, yeah, we, Al- yeah. Album the Thriller, but he definitely wrote but, the song. He wrote well, the song Thriller. But did he write most of the material on Thriller? Uh, he like, helped out, or did did he? He just had two. Do co- I think he had two co-writes on Thriller, and okay. he wrote Off the Wall as well. Okay, I was so. going to say Off the Wall, and I, I think he sure. did that whole record. Yeah, and another one that just like you hear the Heat Wave songs, right. like Boogie Nights and stuff right. like that, and then the Off the Wall Thriller stuff, and then when you when I say this song as well, you're going to be like, oh yeah, that sounds like something he'd do. George Benson's Give Me the Night. Yes. That's yes. a Rod Temperton song, too. Yes. I'm actually tempted to do that. Do you think that I would piss people off? I mean, it's either between that, honestly, or off the wall. It's election day, man. Piss them off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hashtag fuck cancer. This, this is about as Yacht Rock as we're probably ever going to get on the show here, but Until I like we it. start our own Yacht Rock show sure. coming soon to CNJ Radio. <laughs> yes. It's in the early stages now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of like this one. Uh, it's it's pleasant. Yeah. So and we need that on a day like this. So no, oh, it's great. Uh, possibly there's if, hardly anything from his, you know, f- f- you know, from his catalog of of material that yeah. you would hit wrong on. So yeah, so. But you know what? Have you ever played George Benson on, on no, this Rock this, Strikes this, Ten program? This could be the one and only time. You know so. what? It'll be here. Maybe we'll first do Breezin at some point Ooh. too, because I like Breezin. I'll take over that one. Okay, well, you know, I want to do like a chill episode. Breezin should be on there. I'm totally. You know right. what? I got your playlist right here. <laughs> We're gonna whistle that while we listen to this. Yep. George Benson and Give Me the Night for the Invisible Man, Rod Temperton. Take it away. <laughs>
Give me the night with George Vincent here. And coming up, we got 30 minutes of smooth jazz. All right, no. All right, but uh, yeah, we, we <laughs> like it. You know, and this is, I'm, I'm a terrible producer today because I should have played this next one after the previous one. Ooh. Uh, so, the, so forgive me, everybody, for this is a schizo show. The Fallen is always weird. It's always uh, weird anyway. Uh, another behind-the-scenes guy, a songwriter by the name of Robert Bateman, died on October 12th, uh, almost a month ago now. Who is this? Uh, Robert Bateman. Okay. He had a heart attack and died last month. He wrote two huge songs of the uh, you know late 50s, early 60s era. Okay. Uh, everybody knows. Anything I would know. Well, I always say everybody knows, but we were talking about the kids earlier. The kids probably don't know this song unless they have the first Beatles album. Right. Because the Beatles covered Please Mr. Postman. Oh, right. And that guy wrote that song. Did he really? Yes, he did. But he also wrote another song that's been covered by quite a few people, so I'm going with the non-obvious track this time around. Right. He wrote a song called If You Need Me, which I have both versions, but I think uh, we're going to go... If You Need Me? Yeah, we're going to go with a little rock and roll here, finally. And especially if you set speed through this, if you set through George Benson, you're a friend of mine, and I'm going to reward you here. Uh, there's a great version of this song "If You Need Me" by Solomon Burke, which oh, I recommend okay. checking cool. out. Yeah, but definitely the reason why these guys covered the song was because of Solomon, because they're right. huge Solomon fans. Uh-oh. Uh The Rolling Stones on the Twelve by Five record they covered oh, okay. Robert Bateman's composition "If You Need Me." And, of course, you're going to enjoy it right now. The greatest rock and roll band of all time. Whoa. Rolling Stones. Well, that's what they, you know, they say that. Okay. That was, that I'm was, just making sure. That was their claim, you know. So. Yeah, it was their claim. Yeah, so until somebody knocks them out of the stadiums, then they get to have it. Coming up next, yeah. is Rolling Stones the best rock and roll band? Yes. 
discuss. Yes. Yes. We're still mourning um, uh, John McLaughlin. So. Yeah. Oh. Wrong. Wrong. Stones. If you need me, why don't you call me? Say if you need me, why don't you call me? Don't wait too long when things go wrong. I'll be there where I belong. Say if you want me, why don't you send for me? They go Rolling Stones on the verge, on the verge of a brand new record. By the way, yep. so uh, of all blues covers that I'm looking I'm, forward to, I'm looking forward to it as well. I heard, I heard the track like I everybody else said that in a really long time. Yeah, I think the video came out this week, so go check that out for it. And oh, for the Stones, yeah, for their yeah. new one. And of course, check out Solomon Burke's version of that same song you just heard. Yeah. If you need me, if you don't like at least the best of Solomon Burke, do yourself a favor. There was an official stacks like best of a few years ago that go check that out for sure. So. Millennials may be able to stream it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, now we are fast-forwarding all the way <laughs> to our very good to Thanks. our soul '80s entry. Oh. If you think hard enough, okay. back to a few weeks ago before Halloween and before the election, before the Cubs, before the Cubs, we lost an '80s frontman uh, that was always mired in, in self-controversy. Uh, in his latter years, became pretty much a reality show regular in his homeland of England, and over in America as a two-hit wonder two hits. with his band Dead or Alive. Oh, Pete Burns is in yeah. the house. Yes, yeah. So, uh, I, do you have any personal <clears throat> Dead or Alive history, no, or I, I, just no, a casual I mean, observer was, like everybody? I was else? a casual fan. I, okay. You know. Now, um, I don't have a song picked out. However, and of course, on his tombstone, it probably already says, "You spin you me spin round like a record." And it was weird because, uh, a little personal story for me, uh, besides being a fan of Dope's cover of that, I'm sure a lot of the metal guys would agree with me on that one. Who? Uh, Dope's version of You Spin Me Around Like a Record, uh, which was a minor hit in 2000. But uh, anyway, that all being said, <laughs> a few days after that, I hit the grocery store up 
uh, to do a couple the of grocery things. The grocery store. store. Oh! <laughs> and uh, some of you will get that, and, and good for you. Um, just going to grab, you know, chili, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. you spin me around, comes on. I was like, oh, that just got added this week. Wow, you no know, kidding. Maybe, because, you, you know, you do hear a lot of 80s stuff in the supermarkets yeah. now. So. Heard of the Smiths. Oh, weirdest one I've ever heard in the grocery store still. At a Tom Thumb, I heard Shot in the Dark by Ozzy Osbourne. Really? Not even kidding. Ooh, he's spooky, isn't yeah, he? Ooh. <laughs> he's he's yeah. taking the souls of your children. Anyway, so. Um, in the chip aisle. So staying in that country, but getting back to Pete Burns. Hey, uh, Randy Brown was a, a huge fan of... Of Dead or Alive? Of Dead or Alive. Oh, nice. At least, well, I I think he was. Maybe you could correct me. I should have had him pick the tune, because we're going to be a little hacky about it. Oh, should, now, we, should I text him? No, no, no okay. it's all right. It's all right. Um, he's probably busy. Uh, you got to pick Brand New Lover, aren't you? I, I was I, I was definitely saying Brand New Lover. The, <laughs> at the minute he died, I'm like, we're going to do Brand New Lover instead. Right. But, Uh since I don't own anything but you spin me around due to my multiple acquisitions of 80s comps comps. in my life, (laughs) nobody ever gave it up for Brand New Lover on the comps, which is weird. I'm sure something out there has Brand New Lover on there. Well, I remember uh, Brand New Lover, I don't, don't, you know what, I just don't think it was as huge as... You spin me around like a record? At the time, I think they were pretty equal. At the time, they were equal. But You Spin Me Around has lived to tell the I, tale. I, I, think, I think You Spin Me Around. But but you know what's funny? is I think you the charted last, a little higher. I, yeah. think, I think the last time that I heard a Dead or Alive song, it was Brand New Lover. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not that so. you can't hear it on Sirius. But, so those are the two yeah. big ones. And yeah. they probably had another few over in England. I oh, think, they probably did. Actually, you know, Logan, I... I because all the 80s comps did me wrong, I actually do want to put my 99 cents down for Brand New Lover. Good deal. I feel like I should own it. That's an excellent idea. Okay. <laughs> we'll save you from uh, cover hell. With yeah. <laughs> uh, Dead or Alive's other hit, you can never say that Dead or Alive was a one-hit wonder. Nope. This this song proves it. From 1985, I want to say? 85, 86? We'll go with that. Okay. Brand New Lover. Beat R- Burns. Randy Call in. Yeah, Randy Cullen. That's for Pete Burns, and also I'm going to shout out to Alexis Arquette. So there you go. There you go. I, I'm not being jokey or generalizing or hateful. That's a true tribute. There you go. Enjoy Brand New Lover. I want surprises. I want surprises.
Brand new lover by Dead or Alive for Pete Burns, age Brand fifty-seven. Uh, not even a reported cause of death still. Nope. But some of his like friends and big fans that I've heard from severe said severe cardiac arrest. I think said, is all they said. Pete was addicted to plastic surgery, is what a lot of the fan club has been Ooh, saying. Yeah. If so, if, yeah. If you saw his face. Oh God. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Move on from that. Wow. Anyway, but. <laughs> I think it was Howard Stern that was talking to a member of the fan club. Of course it was. And said, how much of that's going to live on and not decay in the coffin? <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, it's, it's funny, but it's also true. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> like, half of it. <laughs> All right. Joan Rivers? Yes. Oh, yeah, Joan. I immediately thought of Joan Rivers. Of course. I, yeah, so. All right. I mean, I don't think it's bad, but anyway, yeah. moving on. I'm bogging. Moving on to another songwriter. Is this someone I know? No, but uh, <laughs> I mean, people are gonna you're gonna know the song, okay? Just like all these other entries here. Uh, no, uh, a no. guy named Curly Putman Jr., who actually is the junior in Junior's Farm by Wings, because McCartney spent time on his farm, okay. and wrote a song about it. Okay. We're not gonna play that, but I just thought that was a neat part right. of his bio, right? Okay. Uh, but he wrote a tune, and he definitely got Sticking mailbox deep with me, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I like Junior's Farm. Yeah. Now good rock song sure 
definitely a guy I like to call a mailbox employee. You just go to the mailbox and get paid because oh, okay. that's all that's all he had to do to get paid for the rest of his life because he wrote a song called Green Green Grass of Home. Oh, okay. So guest choice here, Logan. You have two choices on who's going to perform this song, and it doesn't matter which one you choose, because the ladies are still going to show up no matter what. I have failed. So you either have this job. So you either have Elvis or Tom Jones. I'm going to, I'm going to do it for my mom. We're going to go with Elvis. All right. For me, ma. For me, ma. For my mom. Yes. All right. So here goes the king, and. Curly Putman Jr.'s composition, Green Green, Grass of Home. Pardon me, Ma. Yes, from the Vegas era, and I like the Vegas era. That's so. good, good era. So here you go. Yes, never 
of an old oak tree as it lay me neath the green, green grass of home. All right, there you go. That was uh, the king. Ma. Yeah, Farty Ma. It's not for me. Farty Ma. Farty Ma. Curly Putman's Sorry. Green Green Grass of Home, <laughs> sung by the King there, Elvis. Tom Jones' yep. version is good too. It was fifty-fifty. You were gonna yeah. you were gonna hit aces no was, matter yeah. what. The song has been covered by Johnny Cash and a boatload of other people. I was gonna so. say. All right, moving on here. I'm picking the song as a personal choice. Uh-oh. This person definitely deserves merit. It's not from an era that I'm like a big authority on. Okay. But you know the crooner era, if you will, or oh, okay. the jazzy bluesy uh, chanteuse. Known as K Star. Did you know that oh, K Star left us? K Star. Yeah, she yeah. died just a few days ago on the third. She was you know like what? eighty or ninety or something. I mean, I she was around up there. ninety. Yeah, so had to have been around ninety. Yeah. and Star. Uh, and probably even on her tombstone, it'll read the Billie Holiday quote, where Billie Holiday put her over as being the only white girl who could truly sing the blues. In her wow. opinion, so. She gets the blue-eyed soul pass from Billie Holiday. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty good. That's like up there with uh, Dylan giving you, you know, praise as a songwriter. I guess. So. Yeah. How did I miss that one? Well, I mean, there's just been a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of stuff in the news. So yeah, I stuff guess like, so. And the last entry we're going to play later on here got. I mean, I think it got decently missed by a lot of even just rock press. But sticking with K Star here, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways you can go. She did a lot of Cole Porter stuff and and whatnot. Yeah. I'm gonna play a personal favorite of mine from my childhood. That uh, I heard really early on, probably like in school. Okay. I bet I heard it like on a record. You know, back when your teachers used to put shit on a record player sometimes? Or I had music class and they I did do. that? Yeah, 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 right? Or was it, um, <laughs> sorry, with you it was uh, like the, the big RCA like, with the needle down. <laughs> like, no, no, it was a Victrola. No, we didn't have Victrola. <laughs> we, had, we had caught up. <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah, that's a good... Right, yeah, so we didn't have to crank it up or yeah, so anything like that. Just picture the one spot dog looking into it as you hear this song, because you'll get that. Uh, you'll definitely RCA get that Victor feel. Yeah, records. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, this is a personal favorite, so I wanted to represent K Star here because she's definitely a big enough name. Yeah. and deserves a tribute. Had no idea. Uh, so here, here's a fun little song, and we just missed it for Halloween. Uh, but check it out. This is K Star, and the Headless Horseman. Oh. Yeah. Together for a jamboree There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes Some have fangs about their size Some short and fat, some tall and thin And some don't even bother to wear their skin I'm telling you, brother, it's a fearful sight Just to see what goes on in the night When the spooks have a midnight jamboree They break it up with a fiendish glee Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed Is the headless horseman, he's the worst When he goes jogging across the land Holding his noggin right in his hand Demons take one look and groan Then they hit the 
the road for parts unknown. Well, there's no rage like a spook that's burned. The ghost don't like a man, he's really burned. He swears to the longest day he's dead. Well, I'll show them that I can get ahead. Do, do, wow, 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 wow. Close all the windows Lock all the doors Unless you're careful why he'll get yours Don't think he'll hesitate a bit Cause you clip your top If it will fit He likes some little, he likes some big Cut him in the middle or wear a wig Black or white or even red The headless horseman needs a head With a hip, hip, hip and a clippity-clop Why he's out looking for a head Shop. So don't stop to figure out a plan Cause you can't reason with a headless man With a hip hip hop and a clippity clop Look out! We know what we're talking about, believe me You better watch your cues But take a look at the people who ignored the old good book Change your ways, you'll find it pays Cause you can't be a haint if you ain't Kinda crazed, I guess you'd say Take our word, we know what we're talking about You know, this is a pretty spooky thing we're doing here You don't mind if I turn on another light, do you? Hmm? All right, there you go. K-Star, pleasant voice there. Very cool. Logan was wicking her while we were listening to that, and the fact that he threw he threw down two huge facts on there. Like, right. One was that she was half Native American, since we were... That, right. that ties into yeah, earlier her, her, in the show. Her, yeah, her dad was Iroquois. Wow. And they lived in Dallas. And they near, lived in Dallas for yeah. a short short period of time before moving to, to Memphis or yeah. Tennessee, something like that, gotcha. Nashville. But at, at the height of the Great Depression, she was already working pro... And she was making three dollars a night, three bucks a night, which during means, the Great Depression, yeah, like, which is like, I mean, it sounds like I'd nothing love, to us, but, yeah, but man, yeah. making three dollars a night for yeah. working yeah. in in like nineteen twenty eight, nineteen twenty nine, mm-hmm. yep, huge. I mean, that's uh, heck, yeah, man, that's amazing. Yeah, all right, we're gonna close out here with uh, a guy who. Played on a lot of records that I grew up on, actually. Oh. And he just died a few days ago. He was in his late 50s, I believe. Wow. Uh, kind of starting up in a new band, and now that's kind of just been... The whole band's been halted because of this death. But and who's uh, that? Great rock keyboardist by the name of Ed Harsh. Oh. Was the longtime keyboardist and organist for the Black Crows. Yeah. And... Uh, that went on... You know what? That... It did get ignored quite a bit. It, yeah, know? that did get ignored because that dude too. was that dude was awesome yeah. organist. Yeah, and he could because uh, that's how I knew him is more just. Yeah. I remember seeing him, the Black Crows. And matter of fact, you saw him a lot early on. Yeah, right? well, I saw him. Yeah. I saw him a couple times. We, yeah. I remember seeing him at a, a local venue, Club Dada. It was Oof, wow. You know, that was yeah. my first album. Right? It was. Uh, actually, I think it was second album. It was like a special secret oh, gig kind oh, of thing. Oh, wow, okay. But we got him for like a buck even, so... <laughs> nice. You know, but he just had this... He had this classic look of that like 60s, 70s keyboardist guy. Yeah. He had his little, you know, kind of writer's cap on. Yeah. And a, a cigarette just 
kind of hang, hanging right out of his mouth, and he was just jamming it. Nice. It was awesome. Yeah, and I will always say that Southern Harmony, a musical companion, is one of the great rock albums oh, of the 90s. Wonderful. So freaking good. One of the best sophomore albums you're ever going to yeah. find. Yeah. Uh, and he's all over that, too. But I think I'm going to go with this one off of the album after that, Amorica, mm. because the fact this was a single, yeah. and the fact that he got the solo on the song. Oh, okay, right. So we're going to go with oh. a conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yeah, so yeah. why not, man? This is for Ed Harsh. And uh, rest in peace, brother. Uh, here you go. Check it out. Turn this one up. Good for, stuff. For Ed. All right.
cool to hear that song again Great off song. of the Black Crow's third album, Amorica. Yeah. The often overlooked Amorica, but you know, I, I definitely is it, is it overlooked? I think it's it's pretty overlooked. It wasn't a huge hit, you know. Like I mean, the first two were definitely a lot bigger, right? And I think Amorica and Three Snakes are kind of the say, fan favorites, you know. Yeah, I love like, Three Snakes too. That's though a good I was gonna record. say Three Snakes and a Charm is is a. a, a is a really good record as well. So yeah, I yeah def- I'll, at I least the, the first four. First four as a whole, I back, and there's moments on the other ones, but the first. I'm trying four to remember what sure. the next record was. By your side. Uh, By your was, side. Oh, was okay. the post breakup reunion album, <laughs> and then Lions, and they broke up again. Right. And then, well, so I mean, it's all been... I, I, there was some shuffling going on, yeah. and, and it's it well, just... the Robinsons are the are the Davies or Gallagher's the um, Gallagher's of, of of Southern Rock. Yeah. So well, that's just all there is to it, and to the point now where. Rich let's, had let's just, just call it Roots Rock, not Southern. Rock. Okay, sure. I like because Roots Rock. I, I like Roots sure. Rock a little bit more. Nothing wrong with that. You know. So Rich Robinson had right. started this new band with with Ed and pretty much all the Black Crows that walked out on. Oh, really? Uh, on, on on Chris and rightfully so because right. you, I don't know. If, did you well, hear about what Chris tried to pull on them? No, I didn't. Oh man, to his own brother too. Like I, I got to bog down with this because it okay. needs to be said. Because yeah, fuck Chris Robinson because. Uh, according to everybody else, right. besides Chris Robinson, right. he showed up backstage for a thing. So him and him and his lawyer are there saying, "Sign these papers here," right. which uh, basically by doing this now makes me the man. I rule over all of you, and all of you, including my own brother, wow, are my employees now. Huh? And that's why the Black Crows no longer exist. And you know what? That's fine. Well, I mean, it's it's it's, it's it sucks, I mean, but it sucks that that it has to come down to that. Like, you know, two freaking brothers can't even do a life and a career of music together, and you know, that's it's just, not the first time. It's not, and 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 mind you, last, mu- music yeah. is music yeah. is the. It's not show friends, right? Yeah, well, no. But I mean, but music is the thing that will suffer out of it. I guarantee you that's a you know that situations like that have have happened in so oh, many yeah. different. I know. Forms and fashion. Yeah. So he put the, but the, apparently they had moved on. They were going to like a, a, a Chris Less Black Crows band with right. under a different name. I, the name escapes me right now. But they were going to, they were getting started, and right. now this has happened. The bump in the road to Ed is gone. Yep. So who knows if they will regroup? And I mean, that, that well, hard I mean, guy, to, re- hard guy time, to replace. You know, that could be like you know what. Yeah. You know, maybe it, maybe it's a sign. Everybody's kind of at the at the same memorial and something like yeah. that, and they go, "Man, I'm really sorry for being such a such a sob." And yeah, if he even shows, right? you know, well, it's yeah. you know, come on, yeah, we'll say. I, and, and, and or even just later on, but a, e, but regardless, the, even the Black Crows will never be the same again, even if they got back together tomorrow. Wow, that was that was a weird way to end the show, but that's how the show ends today. <laughs> Could be weirder, yeah. I guess. Right? But um, yeah, stay tuned on Rock Strikes. Hey, it's election day. It yeah. could be. It could get a lot weirder. It's as good as you're going to get out of me today. Yep. That's for sure. But yeah, that's going to do it here today. Please go to cnjradio.com where you can get every episode of Rock Strikes Ten, every single one, every single one, including the ones that iTunes have deleted, all the ones that I'm on. Yeah, and all the ones. Yeah, you're on there early too. Really early on in the series. Am I? Yeah, one of the first things we ever did. We did a. A massive two-parter on uh, like metal icons. Oh right! And uh, it took us like four hours to do it. What happened to the one that we did with Becca? Oh, that's uh, I'll get it's that, a, is that, it that, exists. Is that a lost tape? It's not. Well, it's in the vault. It's it okay. exists. Maybe wow. someday. Okay. Anyway, uh, but yeah, stay tuned. CNJRadio.com. All things Rock Strikes Ten. The Synaptic featuring our friend Randy Brown, a true alternative. Hey, Randy. 
Uh, Chris doing Last Theater on the Left and Wrestling House Show Blogs currently. Podcast coming soon. Hey, Chris. And please, if you're listening to this, do me a favor. Go on Facebook as well and like a new page called CNJ TV. Two words. Two CNJ. CNJ. TV. Letter N J space TV. Yes, that's our new video channel, which all things, all decades, all fun. I liked it. Yes. Why haven't you? <laughs> yes, indeed. And last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Space Period for Space the awesome Beard. outro. Go to facebook.com slash band. Follow the links and buy their new album, Gone. It's awesome. And we'll see all you on the next one, hopefully. Have fun. Have <laughs> fun.